0: nice i'd watch it if you told me that down the pub i'd be like well have you got it with you or can we share it can i have like a couple of days with it ladies and gentlemen to those among you who are easily frightened we suggest you turn away now to those of you who think they can take it we say welcome to the madhouse Welcome back to the Madhouse Series 2, where we are dipping our little webbed feet into all things aquatic-based horror. My name is Jimmy, and with me tonight is the only man in recorded history to complete a width of the pool fully dressed as a thing of childhood nightmares himself, Michael Jackson. It's Joey! Blech. Wow, what did I do? <laughs> you, you Remember that time you... You swam the, the the width of a pool dressed as Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. Or have I dreamt that? Uh, I don't remember doing it, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. That was Halloween, though, right? Because he's a Halloween character, isn't he? Sure. He is now. Jacko. Yeah. Got to be. Yeah. I'd say he is. I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this episode, episode two, and. Uh... Well, we're delving deep—not just into the depths of moist horror, but into the depths of horror history.
0: Oh, okay. With the 1954
1: classic *Creature from the Black Lagoon*.
0: Oh, the lagoon. Lagoon.
1: Lovely. It's a nice, it's a nice word. But first, we're going to
0: do a booze review. Yes, get that booze cracking. Who's going first? You or me? Um, who went first last time? Ah, uh, I think it was you.
1: Okay, you go first this time then. Okay, well, this time I have the the classic Lagoon drink.
0: Okay. A massive bottle of Desperados. Wow, that that is massive. (laughs) And that's probably the first time you've heard that. (coughs) Yep. Uh, That is big. So, Desperados
1: is a a beer with tequila. Flavouring in it. That's true, flavouring, yeah. 5.9%. And uh, yeah, it even says tequila flavored on the front now. I don't think it used to. I think they used to try and get away with people thinking there was t- tequila in it. Yeah,
0: I'm sure. I'm sure that's. A, I'm sure you're correct. Actually, yeah.
1: I've opened that, and it smells straight away
0: of sweat and yeah. the early in there. That's why they put the. That's where they put the lime in the top, so you can't smell it. Yeah, I don't have any lime. I should have got some lime. Yeah, you should. That is a fucking hefty bottle. Oh, look at that. Drink it down, boy.
1: Yeah, that takes me uh, that takes me back to Rock City and the maze in Nottingham.
0: Okay. Don't it's know why. out the cash. Well, <laughs> I've gone on a similar tip to uh, thinking of uh, kind of that kind of flavour. The heat, the warmth, the wet. I've gone with, uh, now I don't know if you've heard about this, but you probably have. It's a, uh, a wagwan bomb.
1: I have, have not heard, heard of a that. Bomb? I have not heard of a wagwan bomb.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, a wagwan bomb. What are you talking okay. about?
1: Okay.
0: I'm talking about this. <laughs> what? What? What is it? I know what it's called now. So it's a melon cherry mixed with rum clat. Okay. It's very nice. It's very strong. And it's also uh, kind of an energy drink. Excellent. Have you had it before? Yes, I have. Uh, it's 8% this in this tiny little can. Wow. Um, so I'm going to be off my tits. Did you get just the one? I have Well, I've only got the one, which is good because I drank two the other week and I was just constantly listening to dancehall music on YouTube. And my wife was not very happy about that. She was like, one sip of that and he thinks he's Jamaican.
1: Huh. You know, anyway, I'm, I'm... I'm going to have a
0: quick sip of this. Whoa. Ugh. I mean, it's tasty. Yeah.
1: That cringy face screams,
0: this tastes nice. But also, well, it's, energy...
1: it's a bit strong and sweet.
0: Is yeah, it, it is sweet? Bit... Very, very sweet. Very like an energy drink. But if you get Wagwan in just by itself, it's it's very nice. It's a, kind of a bit like Buckfast. I very think, nice. Wagwan, if I explaining it to you, it'd be like that. Yeah. Mix that with Red Bull and that's what you got. Sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet.
1: I remember the first time I had Desperados. It was, I think it was uh, someplace in Nottingham. I was with Nat. And she said, have you ever had Desperados before? And I said, no, what's that? She said, you'll get absolutely hammered. So I drank yeah. it. I don't know why she... I did get absolutely hammered, but I don't know if it was because it was stronger than other beers or... Because it tastes so sweet, you just drink
0: a lot. You don't really Yeah, maybe. Drink... I'll question her on that, because she doesn't seem like the person... She's grown out of that, apparently, because... Out of what? I've never seen a drink one. Of... The Desperados.
1: Uh, Well, it's when it, you know, it came out and everyone went, oh, what's this? That's in a cool bottle. And then everyone drank it for a while and then stopped.
0: Oh, yeah, that's Mexican. No, it's not. It's brewed in Leeds or yeah. something. I'll
1: tell you where it's brewed, Probably.
0: Norfolk, Canterbury, Gravesend, somewhere like that. I mean, it's not <laughs> the Netherlands. Mean... Well, okay, that's fine. I mean, cold. cold. Yeah, it's still not, it doesn't suit
1: the name and the, the style.
0: No, but, it's uh... not
1: Mexico. No.
0: But hey, right, okay. No, some booze reviews. I like mine. Yeah. You like yours. <laughs> I think I won mine, just down to strength. Oh, you win, yeah, because you've, yeah. And it's a better can. You can imagine me just buying
1: Desperados to drink it, but yeah, yours has come out of nowhere. Yeah, nice. You went for the red wine route that I went for last week.
0: Which was kudos to that. Well done, sir.
1: Right, should we do some film facts? Yeah, let's do it. So it was released in March 1954... Directed by Jack Arnold, made one point three million dollars at the box office, which I calculated nice. using an infallible tool, the internet. Nice. And it's about fifty million of current day dollars, which doesn't seem like a lot. That also, that's not counting all the money it made since it wasn't in cinemas in the last nearly seventy years, I think. So, yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, um, I'm not sure using an inflation tool to calculate the monetary success of film is an accurate measure because of that, but uh, because there's so much, so many more people watching films now than would have gone to see this a, a film at the cinema then. Yeah, You know? Purely because yeah, there's billions more people. Or yeah, a billion true. or two. So, who knows? Uh, and the cost of a ticket has risen more than inflation.
0: How much is the ticket to the cinema nowadays? It's like a tenner. Uh, okay, it's still not that bad.
1: Uh, I think it's about 10, maybe 12, 12 15, don't
0: know. I like to watch it and can't put my own house on a yeah. nice 4K yeah, ultra-high def. See, I reckon... A uh, incher,
1: A 55-incher. A <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you said a 5.5-inch, and I thought we had something else in common we didn't know about. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I think the percentage of a population that sees a film in its initial release should have been the... Uh, the measure of its success.
0: Yeah, where did you get the uh, the gross worldwide box office cash from? Where? Yeah, where did you get that uh, little stat
1: from? I would have checked it on IMDb, Wikipedia. Well, I'm looking at IMDb, site. and
0: it says only grossed worldwide two hundred seventy five dollars. What? <laughs> that's why it says on. That's what I'm looking at. Two hundred seventy five dollars. That's what I'm looking at. But no, I was thinking that can't be right. We'll go with yours. Somewhere in between the two?
1: Yeah, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll go with yours. I think we, uh, we probably should. Two hundred twenty-five dollars is... Uh, surely that's around about what a place pays to show the film. I don't know.
0: Yeah, probably. Fucking hell. Spawned a couple of sequels, is not it, this one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I might watch them, actually, tomorrow. I've got nothing to do until later in the evening. So, What are they called? Crack that. Bo- what are they called? Yeah. can't think of them off the top of my head. Like Return of uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. You, you threw me a wild one there. I should have come prepared, but I haven't.
1: I have refound 1.3 million box office. Okay. And uh, okay. if you give me one sec... Yeah, it's one point three there as well, just on Google. So take that no. with whatever you wanna take it with. Skepticism is the word I was looking for.
0: Yeah. Revenge. Revenge of the creature. Oh, okay. Is one of them. Then I go ones.
1: and try and uh, scout out a a university lab.
0: Yeah. Oh, the creature walks among us. That's the other one. Okay. Right, oh, man, I'm going to do some know. uh I'm going to do the
1: gist of it. It's my turn to do the gist of it.
0: Yeah, 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 do that. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm how, always how ready. How am I supposed
1: to do this like I'm down the
0: pub telling you about the Yeah, film. like like I've never seen the film before. You've got to explain to me like, "Oi, Jim, watch this film. This All is right. what it's about." All right. So,
1: some science geezers in the Amazon <laughs> find a suspiciously well-preserved ancient monster hand sticking quite helpfully out of a rock at head height. They decide the rest of the fossil must have been washed downstream into a lagoon, so naturally off they go for a recce, but hold on to your oversized British Imperial Explorer hat. They only find a living human slash fish monster, not only implying the existence of another intelligent species on Earth, but also suggesting an ancient human with a fish fetish is about to have his lustful fishy affair exposed. (laughs) A dive is planned to photograph the being. One of the divers, unprovoked, shoots the fish man. As it is swimming away, then proceeds for the rest of the film to wonder why it's a bit miffed off at them being there in its previously peaceful, tranquil lagoon. A couple of people die, but it doesn't really matter because no one watching can remember their names. And there's science still to do, or money to be made, depending on whether you're backing the guy who wants to document the monster or the dude who wants its head on his study wall. Later in the film, the peace-craving monster falls in love with a token woman in the picture, suggesting the human-on-fish love of ancient times still burns strongly in his scaly loins. Either that, or he hasn't seen a fanny in those parts for centuries, and at this point any holds a goal.
0: <laughs> <Wow>. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> consent hasn't been taught in these parts in that past time either, so he picks her up and abducts her, taking her to his cave, where I presume he hopes to salt up her caviar. She is later rescued by the nicer of the two male leads, and they fall in love allowing her to finally fulfil her three roles of a female character in 1950s films, those being Damsel in Distress, Love Interest, and Scream Operator. The boat escapes the lagoon after spraying a chemical substance around the place and eventually shooting the fishman dead. That'll teach him to live miles away from anyone minding his own business. The end.
0: Oh, wow, well, you had me on uh, salt in a caviar, I think. you just I think I'd watch this film. Yeah, that was a nice. I'll tip. buy it off you. How much you got? Is it you've done a dirt copy of it, have you? <laughs> I've
1: got I've got it. How a, much is that? <laughs> I've got a pirate? VHS tape that's uh, yeah. pretty worn out, if we're honest. Especially round about the caviar scene. Uh, I
0: I'll have it. I'll have it. How much? Two quid. How much? Yeah, two quid. Is it dirty yeah. movie? Yeah, you you've made it sound like a dirty movie. <laughs> it's a dirty movie, isn't it? <laughs> It's nice, I'd watch it. If you told me that down the pub, I'd be like, whoa, have you got it with you? Or can we share it? Like, can I have like, a couple of days with it? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, you can, yeah. Hell.
1: Well, I'm glad you like the... I mean, maybe we should make
0: that version. Uh, I don't think two blokes should. <laughs> well, we haven't got any girlfriends other than our wives. <laughs> 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 and they just tell us to bollocks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I think actually, I think they would probably just go, well, okay. You know, do you know what I mean? <laughs> What's the word? That <laughs> it's I'm resigned looking for? to like, it. Yeah. To us. They just
1: know? yeah desensitized to our shit.
0: Yeah. And I think they just go, all oh, right, we'll go along with it for fuck's sake. Yeah. Anyway, that was beautiful. I'd buy it yeah. and I watched it and it was great. So
1: excellent. Good job. I think we've got to move on to another section now, Jimmy. Aye. And I think it's called. <laughs> sorry, Jimmy or Ali G. I'm
0: sorry, it's the it's this.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well next up is the fright and delight. Yeah. Lovely.
0: Right. When I was born, they told me I couldn't swim. But look at me now, mum, I'm a little flipper boy. It's flights and delight! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, well what I got it?
1: yeah it was lovely. Okay. I'm gonna put it on the fridge. Okay. <laughs> I have uh five a little stretch, Frights and Delights Brilliant. for you before we move on to Jimmy's lovely uh, day release. Oh sweet. Oh I was gonna do a jingle. I haven't done a jingle. Right. Number one. The diver who played the fishman, the creature while he was underwater, was called Rico Browning. He had to spend up to four minutes underwater while holding his breath. This was because the director wanted it to appear as though the creature was using gills to breathe, which of course would not create bubbles, as scuba equipment does. That sucks. I don't know if that's true. It's four minutes. I think he might be dead.
0: I think that's true. I've read that as well. That's very That's very good. But there are people in the Philippines who uh they live out on the water. Uh, I think they're kind of not called fish people, but they kind of are called fish people that can hold their breath for up to ten minutes.
1: Uh, they, I think I've heard of those free divers, and they get stuff off the bottom of the ocean. Uh,
0: yes, they're not they're not free divers like free divers. They literally live out on the on the ocean. Mm-hmm. On those, like they make a like a little village, and they've done that for hundreds of years. And they can like hold their breath for up to ten minutes. I don't not saying Mister Rico Browning is from the Philippines, or can we check that? We could check that. I don't think he is we're, We we're could probably not go into. But four minutes, four minutes though is pretty fucking impressive. Yeah.
1: So I uh, can't do for thirty seconds. This is part of the same because this is these are both the lights, so I've l- l- lumped them together because they're both about Rico, and uh, Rico at one point had to jump. Out of the water to go for a piss at the edge of the lake because he was feeling a bit desperate, caught short, and uh, he arose from the water in front of a mother and daughter. At which point they ran away. I suspect it's now in desperate need to visit the toilet themselves. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, apparently he like never that. never saw them or anything again. So they probably lived their lives and died, thinking they'd seen a monster come out of the lake. Oh, he was in full costume. He was in full costume. Full costume, beautiful.
0: Yeah, that would be
1: terrifying. I'm sure I read it. he was in full costume. Now you're getting me to question. It's not as no, good a story. No, I sto- bet he was. It's not as good a story if he wasn't in full costume, so I'm gonna say he was in full costume.
0: Why didn't he just do a wee in his costume? Well maybe anymore? maybe
1: that's my argument for him being in the costume was because you don't want a wee in that costume. If it was just in his bathing suit, you'd just pee in the lake. Point. But if point. you get good it in point. that costume, it's made of rubber. That's not going anywhere, it's just coming to your face.
0: <laughs> Yeah, good yeah. point. That is a very good point. Yeah. You're just floating around in your own piss. But yeah. Con- like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like like when say you it. have a bath for two hours. Yeah. yeah. You're just in your piss and shit. Yeah. No. What?
1: Well, but it depends. Mind. Move on. Yeah. All right. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> the creature was based on a 17th century woodcutting of beings called a sea monk and a sea bishop. The head was of a sea monk and the body was that of a sea bishop. Why the clergy was hiring fish monsters to spread the word of God back in the 1600s is unknown to me, but I reckon we could get an old the world is run by alien conspiracy theory out of that.
0: Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, I like that
1: one. Fright and delight there. Don't know why. Rubs me up the wrong way, and I get to label it whatever I want. (laughs) Uh, Number three. There was a film called The Seven-Year Itch, released in 1955, featuring Marilyn Monroe. I don't know what this film was about, because I've not watched it, but it's safe to assume it was most likely about Monroe getting crabs and not treating them until she had had the chance to pass them on to one of the Kennedys, which just happened to be seven years later. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) that aside... That's
0: a different different (laughs) aquatic horror.
1: (laughs) This film has a famous scene where Monroe airs out those crabs by standing over a steam grate and having her skirt lifted up in the background of that very scene you'll see a poster for another film about unwanted critters scrabbling around in your moist lagoon wow that's right it's the poster for creature from the black lagoon nice 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 that's nice that story about oh. all the crabs might not be true
0: no i don't i I think you should take that back cuz Marilyn Monroe is an
1: absolute goddess. Oh, Monroe didn't have crabs. The film was about a character. Oh, okay. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, no, the film wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it back then. I've mixed up fiction, fake fiction, and fake (laughs) and real reality.
0: (laughs) Number four!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jaws took inspiration from this film. The scene where the creature is doing a little swim dance with Kay, you know, while he was being nice and playful because no one had harpooned him yet, is very similar in camera angles. To the scene in Jaws, where Chrissy is swimming around, unaware of the shark. Granted, the shark doesn't try to tickle Chrissy's feet like a creep, but it does eat her alive, so, you know, <laughs> swings and roundabouts. Uh, also, both films have the exact same body count.
0: Oh, that is sexual. Yeah. Oh, that is sexual. Yeah. That's number, very good. Number five.
1: This is the bit that was. I was reaching at to see if it was worth mentioning okay Okay. (laughs) the creature while killing his victims does a spin of death while attacking yes just like crocodiles and alligators two other beasts that have survived unchanged for millions of years yeah the death roll the death roll that's the one yeah the death roll.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does do that, which is quite good. The, yeah. And then we do get to see uh the pirouette of doom. Pirouette, pirouette of doom? Yeah. That's big.
1: Roll of death? Same thing. Uh, okay. Just a little bit more. Ooh. <laughs> I thought I was the on PC one this episode, Jimmy. We agreed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it What's... was my turn. Nah. That was good. Okay. Lovely, love little
1: flits and delits. Well, that's all my flits and delits, I'm afraid, and uh, it's over to you now.
0: Oh, okay. We don't have a jingle. I've already drank all my wagwan. What? Yeah, I know. Fucking hell, I'm off my sits, mate.
1: Third away through my desperados.
0: I can it's hear another kind of camping being opened, lip. I was going to say.
1: All it's right, well, standard. What is it, then?
0: It's just a bog-standard fucking cider. Fair enough. But, uh... That'd it's... be nice, right? Jimmy's day release. Thank you. So I thought, I thought it would be a bit sophisticated. We'll talk about archaeologists who have discovered like interesting and weird things because this tit found a a fucking webbed hand in the in the wall and decided to hack away at it and and pull it out instead of like I'm pretty sure that's not the, the correct way to do it
1: yeah it was it was the 50s and it was based on was it set earlier than the 50s by the way this film I want to know I don't I
0: don't know actually it looked
1: like they were dressed in like early 1900s late 1800s something like
0: that maybe but shit when did they discover the stinks I'm pretty pretty sure maybe that's where the nose went because some tit just went oh we found (laughs) this nose pulled it off and went oh we'll take this over here
1: maybe the rest of it's
0: washed down the Nile yeah, exactly, instead of dusting it off. Anyway, this prick, oh, God, he's right annoyed me. Anyway, so I could talk about stone spheres in Costa Rica, which are these giant spheres that are dating back to, like, 600 AD uh, in, like, southern Costa Rica, known locally as Las Bolas, which in English means the balls. These monuments were works of pre-Columbian civilization, and most made from gambro, a rock that forms from molten magma. The people carved the stones into their perfectly spherical shapes, likely did so using other small stones, according to archaeologists who studied the ancient rocks. Anyway, we could talk about that. We could talk about the Nazca Lines, the Great Pyramids, the Sphinx, or the Shroud of Turin. Which uh, no archaeology archaeological discovery is more debated than the ignat. This is bullshit. (laughs) Ignomatic shroud. I get these words wrong, doesn't matter. Which many believe to be the burial shroud of Jesus Christ. These long piece of twill cloth bears traces of blood as well as the darkened imprint of a man's body. The Catholic Church officially recorded the existence of the Shroud in 1353 AD, which is when the cloth showed up in church in Lyrie, France. But the legend of the Shroud dates back to 30 AD or maybe even 33 AD. According to that legend, the Shroud was transported from Judea to Edessa, or Disa, Turkey, and later to Constantinople. And then Crusaders sacked Constantinople, In uh, 1204 AD, the cloth was then moved to Athens, where it was allegedly held until uh, 1225 AD. It wasn't until the 1980s that researchers got their hands on the cloth to try to determine its true age using radiocarbon dating. They determined that the alleged burial cloth of Jesus was actually created between 1260 and 1390 AD. In other words, the scientists determined that the cloth Is most likely a medieval forgery. So it was like, had Botox.
1: No, the reverse reverse of Botox to make it look older.
0: Well, it was kind of just a joke. But anyway, we could talk about that. Or we could talk about um, this other thing. Of course, they found like the Ark of the Covenant, which was really significant. Uh, They found real life hobbits, which was a very significant, uh, you know, little head. They found, they found the Ark Hulk. of the
1: Covenant. No, we're going through both of these in order. They found the Ark they of the found, Covenant.
0: No, they found the Ark of the Covenant, obviously. They found what? that. When? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really radioactive. You're talking about Indiana Jones? That's... No, this is a different <sighs> story. Well, have to... this isn't... This We're not going into this. All right, well, I now. need to know what... I need, I need to know what, what fresh bullshit yeah, we'll this put... is. We'll put a pin in that. <laughs> uh, or we could talk about the Lost Mayan Civilization. But... I think what you really want to know about not all this fancy stuff that these archaeologists have found. I can't say that word, it's, but doesn't it's matter. So drunk. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the wagwam bomb. Anyway, the best thing that any of these dirt botherers has found yeah. is the largest human poo. Right? On history, on record, they found the largest human poo. Was that in uh,
1: Glasgow the day after taking Guinness night? <laughs>
0: no, they could try, but it's not even close, right? Okay. This historical poo, which, re- <laughs> which is referred to in scientific community as large paleofeces or coprolite or dissected human dung specimen, was uncovered in the UK. In 1972, archaeologists from the York Archaeological Trust were excavating in the area that soon became the York branch of a Lloyds Bank. It was there they came across this incredible find. Now, it measures 20 centimetres long and 5 centimetres wide. Wow. Yes, that's a big boy. The next thing researchers discovered was what the man was eating. They were able to discover the poo was derived from a diet of mainly meat and bread, and the outside were described as moist and peaty. Still? Uh, but Yes. Uh-huh. Huh. Yes. Like, he was on a sesh. And how, this is how old is this? Cent- uh, 1972, and it goes back to the Viking era. <sighs> it's a big old fucking jobby. Big old jobby. Uh, but it seems like the man who did this historic and record-breaking turd wasn't exactly in tip-top shape. There were several hundred parasitic eggs found in the poo, which suggests to researchers that the ninth century man was riddled with intestinal worms. Um, and then this young whippersnap, Gil Snape, a student con- conservator on a uh, placement with York Archaeological Trust said, whoever passed it probably had performed for a few days. Probably hadn't performed <laughs> for a say, few days.
1: He's sorry, crouching down for a few days just trying to lay this one out by the sounds of that. But, well,
0: well you'd think yeah, so. Yeah. And this is a quote from this young chap, or gal, I don't know. Shall we say this guy had a very itchy bowel? Mm. So there you go. That's that's what, that's the best find. I think that's humanity's best find is the biggest turd. Excellent. Do you think that was possibly the
1: actual plot of the seven-year itch was the itchy bowel that led to this turd?
0: Could be. The old seven-year, yeah, it could be.
1: Nothing to do never with Marilyn Monroe. But I've never seen it either. No, maybe. you say it was found where they built a Lloyd's Bank? Yes,
0: yeah, so they, yeah. This is in 1972, remember? You don't get Lloyd's Banks.
1: So he was probably the first person to ever make a, a bank deposit. <laughs> fucking hell. Very good. Don't expect that Keep when that. you open the vault.
0: <laughs> well, they put this turd in the in in a museum, so you can go and see it. Uh. What they should have done was I would have put it on a plinth in the middle of the Lloyd's bank. Yeah. And gone, this is where you deposit your fucking goods. Yeah. This is your best yeah. this is where you deposit your best things ever. And that was it. Should put a
1: frame round it instead of pl- employee of the month.
0: <laughs> yeah. In a plinth, in a thing. You see it when you walk in. Look at this turd. It's still meaty e and peaty. Meaty and Petey. Oh, that could be our comedy rap duo, Meaty yeah. e and Petey.
1: We are the sum of our parts, a turd.
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's uh that's uh my little uh trip out. So That's
1: good. Sorry, excellent. I just got stuck on your story.
0: <laughs> excrement. DVD excrement excrements. It's the extra bits. Okay. <laughs> it's the chunks. And the smell. Scratch and snip. Extra chunks. Madhouse Podcast D V D with DVD excrements. Scratch and snip. What? See what they've been drinking and eating. <laughs> Welcome to the shit house. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to do that twenty centimeter poo, but it's not going to happen because my bumhole's so tight. Oh, and that. <laughs> yep, that, just that. <laughs> right, five centimeter wide. It's painful. <laughs> yes, massive. I bet it's you a bit could hear that.
1: the wind going over that for days afterwards.
0: Probably about that, isn't it? That's his farts for the next week. Well, to be fair, they've got nothing else to do. They've got no Xbox or telly, so <laughs> cracking out a massive fucking turd is going to be well good in the it. The winner it? of the original Olympics. <laughs> yeah, there it was. I'd probably use that as the baton. A, you'd the be a limping video. around
1: after that as well, wouldn't you?
0: Oh, limping around. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Write that down.
1: <laughs> I'm writing all this down. In fact, I'm recording it, because that is the premise of the, <laughs> the whole thing.
0: Come on. right we on a time, yeah. All
1: right. Yeah, well, you get back into the, uh, the asylum, or wherever it is your day-on-day release from, and we'll quickly mosey on over to the master of the macabre.
0: Sexual master of the macabre.
1: Welcome to the master of the macabre, where we decide which performer we want to hunt down as self for cash, and who we would like to photograph from behind a bush. For science. Oh, for
0: science, right, okay. That's what they are doing you're in the film. Don't give me that
1: look. That's what they were doing in the film. Hunt down, self cash, or photograph it from behind the underwater bush thing for evidence. So it's not weird. Yeah, I'm
0: with you. Right. Okay, yeah. You're in a safe space. You don't have to explain to me. Well, that
1: face suggested otherwise. It was, oh, we're going to get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not me this time. (laughs) I think in order for us to get to trouble with what we say on this podcast, somebody has to be listening to it.
0: (laughs) Good shout. Good shout. And uh,
1: our listener has put up with a lot so far.
0: So Better play. Right. Go on then. What you got? You got? How many you got? Got two. You got DOS? Yeah, I've got two as well. Hmm. I bet they're different. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh shall I chuck mine out?
1: You chuck one of yours out, I'll chuck one of mine out. You chuck one of yours out, I'll chuck one of mine out.
0: Okay, my first one, I'm gonna chuck out Julia Adams. I think she was great.
1: Okay, we did pick the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's my first as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she was really good in this, and I think she's even said, "Is it Julie or Julia?" Uh, Julie, Julie Adams. Okay, excellent.
1: That's what I got written down. Like, honest.
0: Yeah. Why did I say Julia? Yeah, i might it Who knows? Anyway, I think she did an absolutely cracking job.
1: Yeah. So she played Kay Lawrence, the only woman in the film. Yes, the woman. And uh, yeah, I don't think the part
0: has- was great. No. She had to put up with a, a lot of mansplaining and a lot of uh well, yeah. Sexist remarks. Yes, and as I I said earlier in my just of it
1: main operator, that was that was unfortunately the the role of a lot of women in films. Back in the olden days. Yeah. I mean it's not perfect now, but at least it's it's better.
0: Yeah, I think she even says that this was um uh, I think she said this was her, either a favorite or a, the the best film that she was in. She went on to do a lot of other things.
1: Yeah, she she, she was quoted as saying at some point uh, something about uh, all the work I've ever done since the the in depth roles, the more uh, feminist roles, if you want, and everyone always mm. remembers this one. Yeah. Film. it's a film it's a great film it's a classic film so yeah
0: she's cracking in it, it has it's a totally uh, good acting yeah
1: it has its downsize obviously but there you Which go she's good um, in it she
0: does great yes yeah, yeah fucking fantastic and she's smoking so
1: she does smoke she puts a cigarette out in the water
0: yes but she doesn't actually <laughs> smoke she said oh this is this is the this is the the mark of a class actress as well. She was like, she doesn't smoke, but she'll smoke for the scene. She didn't yeah. smoke. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I'll do it for this, if it's going to make the scene go. Okay. Yeah. Class. She's a class d- bird.
1: If anybody needs anybody to come on and uh, do a film where uh, someone who doesn't drink or take drugs or anything, but I'm willing to do it
0: for, the, for okay. a film, yeah, I can do that. My yeah, second choice. Well, this is technically a film, isn't it, what we're doing now? Well, for me and you, it is. We
1: can see each other, but it's actually just audio for the for the rest of the audience. I don't know oh, okay. if it's quite cottoned on to the premise of this yet.
0: 52 oh, yeah. episodes this year. right, OK. So right. I go for
1: my second choice, as soon as you said your first yeah, choice? Yeah, cool, Rico Browning.
0: Fuck, that was my <laughs> second choice as well. Nice. When That's I say good. second choice, I don't mean
1: second in order. If I want this person, then that person. I just pick two.
0: Yeah. Go on then, why? Uh,
1: because uh, he had uh, an, an incredibly hard job, he did it very well, swimming underwater for four minutes at a time. He was well, was just he was the creature from the Black Lagoon, yeah, yeah. That costume was not designed for swimming in, he looked very graceful under the water before
0: he did a tickly toe thing, uh. What about you? Well, exactly. The man's holding his breath for four minutes. Yeah, and he's the hardest swimming around job. There's got no eye holes in it, has it? He can't see. He's just he's, what, he's just flopping about.
1: Yeah, it, well, it had little gaps in the holes, but I don't know how he saw while swimming. He must have been wearing no. some tight goggles underneath. But Jesus, if you've ever worn a Halloween costume with just slits as eyes, you can't see his way around your own house that you've been in for years. And exactly. he's swimming underwater and finding Julie Adams is just swimming.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. Fantastic. I think we did a really good job. We shouldn't take away from Ben Chapman who played the, the girl man on lie, on the land.
1: Yeah, well but he, he had couldn't an see easier much job. either. And he took a machete to the head.
0: True. I don't know why they didn't just play it as the same person.
1: I don't know Do either, because surely the guy uh, the guy on land can't yeah. do what the guy under the water does but the guy yeah. under the water could probably walk around on land as well because that's probably what he does 80% he of couldn't. his time
0: maybe he couldn't maybe he just didn't have any legs or something well he does
1: because I could see him kicking him around while he was swimming under the water
0: might have been bits of stick
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> anyway <laughs> <who> should... <laughs> let's move on from this who should we uh Who'd who you want to give it to? I genuinely don't know. I honestly think we should give it a double. I think <gasps> it should be both. Oh, gee, oh, I think it oh, should be a double. What is happening to the world? But I think it should be double. Yeah,
1: yeah. You just ah, oh, it's like uh giving everyone a trophy for participation. Well,
0: no, <laughs> we're not. We're not giving everybody else. A, a trophy, no, I'm, are we? We're I'm just going to give Julie and Rico a trophy. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm I'm messing. but yeah, of course.
1: That's give
0: them both absolutely one. beautiful. What shape of uh, ornament should we give them?
1: Well, you know what it should be. as, soon as there were two fish... people who played the fishman, there were clearly two fishman costumes designed for one for on land and one for underwater. So they we should send them both a fishman costume.
0: Necklace. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay fucking beautiful Julie Adams Rico Browning they're in the post I think you're both dead which is a shame I think Julie died in her 90s which was good innings don't know about Rico but fuck awesome yay
1: I'm <laughs> to the high, end on a high note right we're gonna yeah. give this award away and everyone's dead now for the manhouse <laughs> rating system yeah. The Madhouse Rating beep, beep,
0: beep, beep, System. Right, we're going to take a deepish dive with our little water wings on into the one and only Madhouse Rating System. And of course, straight off the bat, first up, we've got always that tension and suspense.
1: The tension and suspense, Jimmy. I should say, this film comes up against a problem we will always have while judging films from a long-gone period of filmmaking. Okay. We're used to some harsher shit these days.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: 100%. I I do think the reveal of the monster being done in parts was a great way of doing it, rather than just flashing him up all at once. Yeah. Uh, you keep wanting the reveal, but it's it's a hand here and there at first, and then it's some legs, and then it's him underwater swimming. I'm sure cinema goers at the time would have been scared by it and the kind of build up in the the reveal and the him climbing up on the boat. Yeah. But it 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 doesn't scare me, so I don't feel lots of tension and suspense, but I don't think it should suffer
0: i no i don't No, i thought uh i thought but 1954 i thought yeah. that was a good build up for tension yeah it... i think they had it because like what he didn't really i mean he killed those two guys pretty quick at the start yeah with his hand With his... yeah smell my fish hand mm-hmm. they were probably allergic to fish
1: this is probably why they died. Yeah, That's probably,
0: yeah, the problem, yeah. Um, I did, I, I, yeah, like, again, you've got to, you've got to look back and go, well, actually, that's quite a good build-up of tension and suspense. It's
1: tension and suspense built up through storytelling, kind of, in a way, isn't it? And there's, yes. a, there's a wait for stuff and a, a reveal, and you have to kind of take yourself back to a, a time period where we hadn't had films like Saw, and you kind of go yeah. to a cinema at the drive in. Yeah. With your milkshake. <laughs> Mary Poppins hasn't even been released yet. <laughs>
0: All right, Danny, are we in Greece? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
1: where my head went. <laughs> <laughs> what would the characters from Greece think when this film came out ten years before Greece was re- set? Anyway, well,
0: they'd be loving it. Someone would be touching someone's boob. There'd be milkshakes. Built. Someone's copping a feel, isn't it? Someone's uh, running off. Someone's getting slapped.
1: Someone's having a pregnancy scare.
0: Yeah, popcorn. What the Everywhere. popcorn's having
1: a pregnancy scare? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, popping another one out, are you? Huh? Anyway, sorry. Are you gonna give it one for tension and
0: suspense,
1: or shall we?
0: I would definitely give it one for tension. I
1: yeah, I think if we didn't, we'd be taking it away because it doesn't live up to the tension and suspense we're used to now.
0: Well, exactly, but I don't think we should judge it on that. No, we should I don't judge it on then. And I think I think they did build it up very well. And this is an absolute classic. This has gone down in history as an absolute classic. We're still watching it what did we say, 70, 69 years? I think
1: it's 69 60, years.
0: 69 70 years. 70 years next year, won't um, it? And it's still... Yeah, I think we should give it one for that. All right. One out of one. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, obviously, it's that musical score and those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful sound effects.
1: The creature theme in this film is iconic. And it's decent. So it may shock you to know... ...that the composer went... ...uncredited. Why? His name was... ...Hermann Stein. And it wasn't until the year 2000... ...when an orchestra... ...recorded a performance of the score... ...that he was finally credited. He also composed a score for the swimming scene... ...where K goes for an ill-advised... ...swim in deep unknown water... ...in the middle of the Amazon... And the rest of the soundtrack was composed by Stein and a couple of other composers on Universal's books at the time, as well as stock music that Universal had at the time. So it was like a mixture of bits all the way through. I don't think they were credited because they were like staff. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. It was like a music Just by do- Universal type thing.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just do this, stock. Just do this, see what this is.
1: Yeah, okay. so they, they, they composed... Different bits between different members of Universal staff. They use some stock stuff that Universal had at the time, uh, but it's good. Is I guess is what we're rating on, not not the story behind it. That's just an interesting yeah, so, fact. It,
0: yeah. So what they mashed Universal. So they've already done Frankenstein. They've already done the Mummy. They've already done Dracula. Surely by this point. Yes. That so they. So what they cut bits out of that and put it in there did they? Oh I don't Probably. even think
1: it's that I think it's just you know how you have like stock music now it's just this stuff oh, okay. that you can just use for free and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine we'll use that or just you know we've we've recorded this for this film so let's record some other stuff because we've still got the studio for another hour or two and we'll put it on the books and if it ever comes in handy it comes in handy
0: right and we with you
1: that kind of thing
0: yeah but uh, it's good did you know yeah did you notice though i uh, where the the jaws soundtrack came from no so that you didn't get it in this film no i didn't see you, it you didn't, didn't hear, hear this bit in the film no the da-dum, 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 da-dum. this is in this film Shit, well, if I heard it, it
1: went right over my head.
0: Oh, it was so good. As soon as I heard it, it was like, oh, that's where he got it from. That's where it came from. I feel like a failure. It's very subtle, and it's there, and it's. I think it's when he's swimming under her. And it goes dun dum dum, and there's all this other orchestra struck, but there's that bit underneath that goes dun dum dun dun, 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 ah, dun dun that's weird. And it's like, oh, that's fucking amazing.
1: I always heard the jaw score was come up just originally with a dun dun. Someone was paid and went, oh, how about these these two notes? Uh well, it
0: might. Well, nah, you have to go back and listen to it because there is that there.
1: What are the odds? Of them sounding
0: so similar. like Oh, that's good. Cause just hear it go. Yeah,
1: that's pretty like, oh, cool.
0: Oh, fucking yes. Well done. That's pretty cool.
1: That's good. All right. Oh, um, I like. This. I think we should give it one, by the way.
0: Yeah, I'll give it one. Let's give it one. The
1: specific theme that happens when the creature is around. Yeah, that's great. That's the classic yeah.
0: one. That's his entrance w- music.
1: Yeah, his wrestlers' in- entrance, yeah. Music. entrance music.
0: Yeah, entrance music. Right, right, two stars there. Yep. Right, next up, we've got gore and visual effects. Ah.
1: It's uh, it's not all bad, considering how old the film is, as we've already said. Uh, that creature would shit me up if I saw it, especially climbing out to take a piss somewhere. 100%. Uh, there is no gore, i will say that now. There just yep. wasn't really gore in those days, I guess, uh, as we'd expect it these days. But the camera does a lot of the heavy lifting, creating that feeling of terror in this film. If You, if you just took a, a camera and shot this thing walking, you'd be like, oh, What's the big deal? It can barely move. But in <laughs> the way it's shot, yeah, it's a visual effect, you know, it's good, it's well it done. Is. It wouldn't work anywhere near as good without good uh direction or camera work. So, there you go. The two guys who played the creature couldn't see because the eyes on the mask were fixed without much of a gap, as we've already said. That's uh, it's probably not a great way to build a costume, but also the way it would look on camera. If you had a big eye hole, it might be a bit obvious.
0: Yeah. Safety apparently is out the window as well if you're oh, dunking yeah. that dude in water, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, the, as we said, the, uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, the guy who played him on ground got a machete to the head because he couldn't see properly to for the choreography of stopping the ben machete. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it did any damage. But, there you go. The story was obviously told, because we know it. Uh, The creature was designed by Millicent Patrick, but she was uh, not credited. Credit was falsely given, uh, falsely taken, I should say, actually, for years by the head of Universal's makeup department. By the time credit was given to her, she was dead.
0: Oh, you fucking bastards.
1: So, I'm assuming she was grateful for that one in the end.
0: Uh, what a prick! What absolute pricks!
1: Yeah, it's uh, bullshit. It's, that's a story that comes up a lot in history about the uh, the men in in charge of certain things taking credit for uh, what uh, women and uh, just people in general below them had come up with. But yeah, you couldn't give a woman what? credit back in the day at all. Apparently, in in uh, science and astronomy as well, happens a lot. So, we will credit Millicent Patrick on this podcast. After this episode is released, at least three people will know more.
0: Okay, beautiful. Right,
1: what's next? Oh, shit, are we giving it one? Give it one. Well, hold on. on, I
0: haven't said my two cents yet. Oh, sorry. I was just about to say something about the visual effects and the, uh, what really, I love the outfit, it's great, but the very first bit where we see the hand coming out of the water yeah, onto the ground and it kind of scratches along the ground. Yeah. If you look closely enough, you can see one of his claws bend and flop like it's rubber. Uh. And it just one of them and it's really annoying. It's literally the first time and then it just flops over, just flops over and it's like, oh, that's rubber. That's and annoying. they use that they used that shot, like, twice after that, the same shot of it coming out of... The, you just see it, the little nail on the end of the uh, hand, and it just bends because it's rubber, Was it dragging along... Because it can't drag along the ground because it's rubber, and it just bends, and I was like, oh.
1: See, I noticed they used mind. the same shot a few times. I didn't notice the bending fingernail. Oh. I did wonder at the time as well, how can he see what he's doing? Because if I was underwater, as I often am, trying to grab someone's ankle, as I often am, I have to stick my head up to see where the ankle is, to grab it. You know what Matt, I mean? you can't... just go for it. If I had you in know there
0: Sense. Senses. Oh, senses. You're obviously not... Yeah, senses, mate. I'll show you. We'll oh, go okay. down the lake later. Okay. Uh, I'll,
1: show you uh, to... sure.
0: I'll show you how to grab a young boy's leg from
1: the water. Oh, I didn't... I mean, I didn't have a specific age or gender in mind. Are we giving it one? Not the young boy, the gore visual
0: effects. (laughs) Wow. Um, I mean, we've got to. You've got to, haven't you? That's three out of three, then, isn't it? It's got to be. What's next? Performance.
1: I like the performances in this film. They're a a product of the time. They're hamming it up a lot, Uh, but it's nicely done. There's lots of... uh... (gasps) Jimmy, what are we going to do? We've got to record a podcast.
0: Like that, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah,
0: it's like, calm down, woman. I'm having a. Fight.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the timing of the slap for people listening. Yeah, that's great. Jimmy said the words. I did the slap. That was like, fucking hell.
0: Well, now you've ruined the magic, you fucking tit. <laughs> Sorry. You have to mansplain it to everyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mansplaining the joke. Let me mansplain what mansplaining is, okay? <laughs> right. Uh, I want to give it one for performance as well.
0: Yeah, I do as well. I think, uh, yeah, I think they will crack in.
1: Okay. It's
0: four out of bloody five here. Four right. out
1: of five so far.
0: Next up is that overall experience. How did it make you feel? Oh.
1: Made me feel pretty good. I guess we have to decide at this early stage of season two, series two, is this a five out of five film or is it a four out of five film? And if this isn't a five out of five film, what is a five out of five film? And is it a five out of five film based on the time period it was made and how films were at the time? Or is it a five out of five film based on what we expect out of five out of five film in 2023?
0: I mean, this is up there. This has got stars. This has got stars for days. I know what a five out of five film is in aquatic horror. <laughs> this is up there. This yeah. is up there. All right. This is at least, at the very least, this is a four and a half. Like, well, I'm not saying amazing. it's not a
1: five out of five. I'm just saying. This is the like, turning point in our lives.
0: <laughs> okay. It's at least a four. Watch this on Blu-ray and it was crisp as fuck. Absolutely crisp. great. It's still a good film. They should film. put
1: that on the blurb review at the back. Crisp as fuck. It's Jimmy. Fu- it's
0: crisp as fuck, boy. Uh, it's probably fuzzy as c- in a day, but... I got it on DVD. It Chris- oh, just DVD? You didn't get the Blu-ray. <laughs> it rate. was in
1: between, as you say, fuzzy <laughs> as c- and crisp as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I think well, we give I mean, it five well, out of five. Because we can, I don't in it's... overall, give I... it a uh, one each, or, or give it... N- take away one each or anything in between, I think, which means you can have a six out of five. Should we go four and a half? I can see your face. I think,
0: yeah, I think, yeah, you can. I think it's. <laughs> I think we should go four out of five for this one. Right. Four? I think not, it's up there. It. No, I think we should go four out of five for this one.
1: Okay, four out of five. I will agree with you. Leaving I think room for improvement. Very,
0: yeah, 100%, I think that's four out of five.
1: Yeah. All right, excellent. Four out of five. Are you going to write Eight that down four. on your little victim board behind you
0: i'm putting it down it's down it's Excellent. locked right
1: right so i think we need to do if you're ready and willing and able and yeah. have chosen a film um, yeah the imdb challenge
0: yeah I'm ready. let's see if you got it ready yep yeah. a spaceship is discovered under 300 years worth of Coral growth at the bottom of the ocean A spaceship I will read it again. A spaceship is discovered under 300 years worth of coral growth at the bottom of the ocean coral alien coral from
1: Malacandra No, that's wrong (laughs) that's wrong uh don't know what is it Do you, I shall have another okay guess? it's the
0: absolute 1998 classic starring the one and only dustin hoffman sharon stone and samuel l jackson It is that classic film the sphere
1: um, well i'll take your word for it <laughs>
0: It's written by the same guy
1: who wrote Jurassic
0: Park. Come on. I've got a book
1: by him that he sent to me because of this podcast. Oh, no, wait, yeah, hang on. Jurassic- the guy who wrote the book or the screenplay? The book, Michael yeah. Crichton. The guy who wrote the screenplay sent a book to me to review, <laughs> I, th- I assume, for this <laughs> because of this podcast. It's called Cold Storage. It was pretty good. There you go. There's your review. He sent it about three okay. years ago. There- <laughs>
0: Tasty,
1: crazy. I was going to give you that book when I remember.
0: Yes, After I do. I you
1: never did. Yeah, well, I will now Bastard. because I've been called out on it. all right <laughs> <laughs> that's it from the Madhouse. Then the next one is next film will be the Sophia about a spaceship, a motherfucking spaceship by the sounds of it, because Samuel L. Jackson's in it. So thank you for listening to the Madhouse podcast don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever the f*** you are listening to it right now because that's obviously what you do I don't know why people say that at the end of podcasts you can find them you know where you can find them because you're listening to it anyway <laughs> follow us on Facebook and Instagram and please send your own underwater horror stories to I once met a man fish with a fetish at joey's clearly dot com
0: The I always forget that I should fucking write something for this. Right! I'm gonna flounder about in the shallow water. Or. No, fuck off. What's that? What was even that? Right! We're gonna. Fuck you. Right, I'm just gonna go. No, I got it. This is like a proper on the spot now. Right. Right. When I was born, they told me I couldn't swim. <laughs> Fuck off. <Come> on. <laughs> this is nonsense. Right. We're gonna take a deep. Right.
1: That was good. You should write that down.
0: All right. Sexual.
1: Yeah. Still got a minute thirty. If you want
0: to. No.